Well, welcome back to the UMMC Bible Study Podcast. Christian, it's me and you again today, moving on in John chapter 6. We've had a very interesting case study so far. And again, just to recap a little bit, these stories in John are not in chronological order like some of the other Gospels. But rather, these are stories that were picked by John to essentially depict common human situations and how the Lord comes in to meet those needs. Christian, do you mind just briefly summarizing some of the first couple of cases, starting with Nicodemus? Yeah, we, we've we've had a good time going through John chapters 3, 4, and 5 now. And in John chapter 3, the Lord Jesus met this, uh, this, this Pharisee named Nicodemus. And I think we discussed that Nicodemus was a very moral man, a very good man. But the Lord revealed to him, even though he was a moral, good person, he still uh, had a problem. And that was that he, he had been bitten by a snake. <laughs> and uh, he, he needed another life to to actually to be able to enter into the kingdom of god so it's not about being good but what kind of life do we have and then uh in chapter four we had the woman at the well and she was a very immoral woman but uh i think we came to call her someone who was thirsty in very many ways thirsty (laughs) and through that situation the lord was able to reveal himself to her as the water of life to satisfy that thirst and the lord even brought in i think we had some discussion that the lord brought in this matter of worshiping god in spirit so that was also able to be revealed in that situation and then last week uh, we were enjoying hearing the lord's voice So that was how the Lord healed the man in chapter five, who was an impotent man. That was the word we used. Yeah, he he had tried religion. He had tried to do all the outward things, waiting for a miracle to happen, but it could not cure him, solve his problem. And what he needed was the Lord to speak him, speak to him uh, a word uh, that became resurrection life to him. So again, the Lord revealed himself as uh, the one with resurrection life. And now we are in chapter six. Wonderful summary, Christian. Today we're getting into chapter six, and this one I think is a doozy. This is a long chapter. I strongly encourage all the brothers and sisters that are listening to this podcast to read this entire chapter and read it slowly because there's a lot of things going on in here. We'll be focusing a little bit on the back half of it because I think everyone that's a Christian believer and even unbelievers are familiar with this matter of the Lord feeding the 5,000. So Christian, I'm going to summarize a little bit of the story and then we're going to start actually on verse 24. So essentially what had happened was the Lord had had this gigantic crowd that had been following him because of course the Lord is doing miracles. He's doing things no one had ever seen before. 
Anyone that wanted to be healed, they came to the Lord, the Lord would heal them. Uh, and this large crowd was following him because they saw the signs he was doing on the sick. Essentially, this is verse 2. But then the Lord realized, and to the disciples' dismay, the Lord said, these people are hungry. We need to feed them. And so Philip was kind of flabbergasted. He said, how are we going to feed all these people? We don't have that kind of money. But I like this. In verse 6, he said, the Lord said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. So anyway, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said, hey, there's this kid. He had five barley loaves and two fish, but how are we going to feed so many with that? The Lord actually made everyone sit down in groups, and then he broke the bread, gave thanks, gave it to all the people, and they had eaten their fill. And so even afterwards, the Lord being the perfect human asked his disciples to clean up, which I thought was pretty funny because I would have been like, Lord, it's biodegradable. Why am I sitting here picking up fish and bread? But he did, and it filled 12 baskets. So truly a miracle story. To summarize, that's one condition of man. Man is hungry. We talked about man being thirsty. They need the Lord's living water. Well, man is also hungry. This hunger hormone is a powerful hormone in our normal physiology. It will cause people to go crazy to find food, even eating bugs and things like that when we're truly starving. But the Lord realized that physical hunger is actually just a picture of our spiritual hunger. But I like essentially this interaction because there is definitely some revelation of who the Lord is here in John chapter 6, but also a warning. And I don't think we'll have time to touch the warning this time, so we might have to split this into two podcasts. But Christian, I'm going to start here in verse 24. So essentially, the Lord had gone to the other side. The people woke up, said, hey, wait a minute, where's the Lord? So they started following him trying to figure out where the Lord is. And this is the interesting word that the Lord said. The Lord said in verse 24, So when the crowd saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum seeking Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves, do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him, God the Father has set his seal. And then, Christian, I'm going to jump down a little bit because they were kind of confused. Like, what do you, how, how do you get this bread? I want this bread. And so this is sorry too. Jesus then said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he, so not it, is he who comes from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. So, Christian, amazing words by the Lord here. Again, this is the Lord tying the feeding of the 5,000 to this, this picture of him as the bread of life. So, Christian, let's start here. These are some bold words that the Lord is, Lord is saying. This is something that all Jews are familiar with, this matter of manna coming down, miracle from Moses, feeding the children of Israel in the wilderness. But the Lord here is saying that's a picture. 
that's not the cool thing. I'm the bread of life. What? Any thoughts you have here, Christian? Well, we're touching now on eating, which is uh, really important. I mean, those who study medicine know how important your diet is. You are what you eat, right? So, yeah, the, these people, they were hungry, physically hungry, and they got fed by a miracle. They were fed bread and fish. Uh, but then, like you said, they're they're here. They're they've come back to the Lord, and they're they're still they're just looking for another meal. It seems, but here the Lord was trying to he was trying to reveal who he was again to them that he was the bread of life, and that only he could really satisfy them, satisfy their hunger, satisfy their thirst. This is what the word says, you know, like these, this is really amazing. If we think about it, the Lord was saying these things and, and how does that apply to us? You know, how can we take these words by faith and make them applicable to us? I, I think probably we need to get into some more verses where the Lord reveals that uh, he really is his bread of life. Yeah, Christian, let's actually keep going because like we said before, this is something quite profound. The Lord essentially has all these people, all these people have been following him, watching him do all these miracles. They've watched him heal the sick, raise the dead, help the crippled, all these amazing things. And he truly is doing things again that they said never has anything like this ever been done. But the Lord now is essentially taking this opportunity to reveal himself as the bread of life. And so, Christian, I know you have more verses because essentially this whole section, and again, everyone just needs to read these verses slowly because there's so much that the Lord is saying here. So much interaction is happening between him, the Pharisees, the disciples. Christian, what are the, some of the other verses that we can see talking about the Lord as the bread of life? Well, starting in verses 48, uh, I'll just read these few verses. I, I really like this. The Lord says, I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is, this is the bread which comes down out of heaven, that anyone may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down out of heaven. If anyone eats of this bread... He shall live forever. And the bread which I will give is my flesh given for the life of the world. So actually in this portion, again, the Lord is revealing himself as the bread of life. But it's again, it's resurrection life, a life that overcomes death. The, the Israelites who ate the manna, they still died. He's saying here, if you eat me, you will not die. It's not a physical death here that's being talked about. But anyway, I, I was very impressed with that. And then a couple more verses, or a key verse, I think, for me is verse 57. As the living Father has sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who eats me, he also shall live because of me. Maybe we could talk about those a little bit. We've talked about eating before in the past and starting all the way back from Genesis, right? I, I think it's good to mention here 
what does God reveal himself as to Adam? He says, don't eat of this tree, but eat of this tree. And what is that tree he wants them to eat? It's the tree of life. And later on, uh, actually in the book of John, we'll see that this tree of life, that's referring to, to God himself. And it's, it's sprinkled throughout the Bible, right? God revealing he wants to be life to man. And today it's still the same. God wants to be life to me and you. And he's edible. I don't know. We've all eaten food. <laughs> so something seemingly so common, but this is the kind of relationship in a sense that God wants to have with man. He wants man to consume him. This is a really important <laughs> thought in this chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christian, as you're saying this, I just want to say to our listeners real quick, if you're confused and possibly stumbled by this, don't worry, you weren't alone. The whole, everyone that was listening had no clue what the Lord was talking about. They knew the picture. They knew this matter of manna and Moses and miracles and things like that. But the Lord here is saying, no, 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 you don't understand. I am the bread of life. I am the true manna that came down out of heaven. Your fathers ate it, they still died. I am here for people to eat. And again, I don't think that's something that's common in Christian speaking, even though it's right here in the Bible. Even though every time we take communion on Sunday, this is what we're doing. We're reminded that the Lord truly is the bread of life. And so, but when you hear it, coming out of people's mouth, you might be like, what do you mean God wants us to eat him? Well, essentially, this is what the Lord is saying right here in John 6. He who eats me, he also shall live because of me. And I like that verse too, Christian, because what we're seeing here is eating the Lord is not something that's once for all. It's not like you eat him once, you're saved forever, you got your ticket to heaven, and then you're done and life goes on. But eating changes how we live. We don't live for ourselves anymore. We actually live because he lives. That means our source now is different. And I also like the beginning of that verse. The Lord says, this is what I do. This is how I practice. I am fully dependent on the Father. Right? I live because of the Father. So he who eats me. So he's essentially saying, this is what I want you to do. I want you to do what I'm doing which is living by another life. And I like what you brought out too, Christian. This is resurrection life. This is not our natural bios life. We talked about this in the last podcast. And if you've missed any of them, we've talked about this actually a lot because this is a common theme throughout this entire Bible that God wants to get his life into his believers. And how do you get life into people by eating and drinking. In fact, when babies are first born, the first thing they want to do and first things that mom should do is feed the baby. That, that is an amazing picture of how desperate our body is constantly for nourishment, constantly for food, right? And again, this is not something we grow out of. It's not something that like we eat once in our life and we never eat again. We eat constantly, all day long, you know, everywhere. And obviously we live in the United States, Christian. We don't deal a lot with starvation. 
We've got plenty of food. But back in the day, it wasn't so. So when people were hungry, brother, they were desperate. They were searching for food. And the Lord here is saying, I am that food. I am that desperation you have for bread, that satisfaction you get when you're hungry and you eat, that life and energy and sustenance you get whenever you eat. That is just a picture because I, as the Lord, am all those things to you, or at least I want to be all those things to you. I think it's really amazing, um, this picture of eating eating God, because, I mean, physically speaking, we, we express what we eat. If I eat junk food all the time, I'm going to be a lot rounder than I am right now. And uh, my, I'm probably not going to have a very good uh, color of skin and whatnot. And I'm probably not going to be in a very good mood, too, actually. There's a lot of studies on that now. But spiritually speaking, God has revealed himself to be food and so that we can live by him, right? And then as a result, we express him. So. I, I guess what's really amazing to me is that this is this is a way, or actually, really, this is the way to be a Christian, right? It's not. I need to learn all the rules of what I'm supposed to do, and try to keep them. And actually, doing that, I find I can't. But eating and enjoying the Lord. This should be enjoyable. Eating food is enjoyable. It's very satisfying when you're hungry and you eat food and you eat food that you like. It's very enjoyable. And that powers us, literally strengthens us, enables us to then function to have some kind of positive expression. I love talking about this and <laughs> we've talked about it plenty before. So, yeah. Yeah, Christian, I really like what you said. This is what it means to be a Christian. As a Christian, it's not so much about what we do outwardly, but who we are inwardly. So if we're ones that are filled with God because we're eating him moment by moment and day by day, then this is something that uh, comes out, that shines out of us. And I would say, echo exactly what you say. We are what we eat. If we eat the world all day long and we eat media all day long, then that becomes very easy to talk about, right? You have a cell phone, it's constantly uh, notifying you. In fact, we've got many documentaries talking about how it's designed to distract you and designed to pull you in. But the Lord, if we are constantly filled with the Lord, then that becomes something that becomes very easy to speak about, to flow out. And that could be reading the word, Praying, praying and reading the word at the same time, which is an amazing practice that we can do to essentially learn how to breathe and eat and drink God in. Well, Christian, we are going to wrap it up here, talking about the Lord as the bread of life. Next week, we're actually going to talk about the same chapter, but the different angle. So we didn't talk a lot about maybe the hindrances that the Lord went through trying to reveal himself as the bread of life. So maybe next week, speaking a little bit more on a warning, this matter of going on with the Lord, this is something that we cannot bypass. If you don't get this, 
You cannot go past. Go. So, Christian, any last thoughts you have? Um, may the Lord draw us this week to be hungry for him. And uh, may we become better spiritual eaters and enjoy the Lord this week. Amen. Amen, Christian. Thanks so much for your time. Amen. Amen.